Welcome to Pen and Page Gals, the podcast where we're flipping through our favorite and recent reads. Your hosts are me, I'm Jensine. And I'm Sophia. And in a digital age when everything is fast-paced and fighting for our attention, we hope to inspire you to slow the scroll and pause for some pages instead. Hello, 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 and welcome to our February 2021 episode of Pen and Page Gals. I'm your host, Sophia, with my co-host, Francine. Yay! <laughs> and boy, oh boy, oh boy, did we did we have a good month of reading, right? Oh, yes. If, it if was you a listened, good month of reading. Yes. If you listened to our last podcast episode from January, then you know that our book club pick for this month was um, the latest Akotar book installment, which is A Court of Silver Flames by the queen herself, Miss Sarah J. Moss. But mm-hmm. before we get into that, before we get into that, let's have a little girl chat, Jensine. How's, uh, how's life going? Anything new going on with you guys? Yeah. I mean, you know how there's those memes that talk about how January is like three months long or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, that's true. And then if January is like three months long, I feel like February is like three minutes long. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, the month ends like this weekend because it's yeah. obviously a short month too. Yeah. But I don't even know where this month went. And so like, I don't know about your district or everyone's schools out there, but to enroll for this coming school year, it's like mm-hmm. around this time in February and it just yeah. super snuck up on me. And my son is going to kindergarten this fall. And so I know, so crazy, right? I can't, I don't know, so, so my brain hasn't <laughs> fully wrapped around that yeah. concept yet. But we had been debating where to send him if we would um, send him to the private school in our area or his public school um and you know back in the holidays I was like I have time to decide I'm not going to think about it during the holidays and then all of a sudden I'm like I need to register like tomorrow yeah (laughs) and so I went back and forth back and forth so much but I think because our district is still unsure about what they're going to do in the coming year like I think they are back in hybrid now like they Mm -hmm. just started like a couple weeks ago or something Mm -hmm. or they're about to start um but I think the uncertainty for me is like doesn't jive with my thickness your enneagram yeah Yeah. (laughs) my enneagram energy I'm like I can't do that so we are going to send him to private school um for kindergarten and then we'll kind of see and you know I feel like even if public school went back to full-time or hybrid or whatever it is I feel like considering everything that's happened it's gonna kind of be all over the place is my guess you know like they're not gonna be at full potential Mm -hmm. and so for us I was just like I'm just gonna you know kind of swallow this year yeah and pay for private school yeah and then I think that's smart yeah so I feel good I'm like at peace with the decision and yeah also because you're right like I we we don't know what the fall is gonna look like yeah no nobody knows and so I I know that because private schools they kind of 
run on their right, own. Right. You know, yeah, I mean, they it's have less. Answer. Yeah. yeah. It's they, like they, less red tape. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think if I were in your situation and like, Avery was about to start kindergarten because oh, also yeah. it's like kindergarten is the worst. Like that's not the year that you want your kids on a computer. You right. I mean? Yeah. Like totally, totally. No year is ideal for that, but especially not with five-year-olds who are just starting school. That's so hard. Yeah. Like I can't even get him to, unless he's like watching something he wants to watch, he won't sit. Yeah. For anything, it's so. hard. So I, yeah. I think you made the right decision for your family. Yeah. That That's, exciting to hear though my kids went back to school this week too for hybrid but it's kind of lame because like I know districts um in our surrounding areas they also reopened hybrid um like this week or last week but their form of hybrid is just like uh, like every day but a half day like you know you get to go either in the morning or in the afternoon for three hours but it's every day and that makes sense to me. So, but like our district, for some reason, is the only one that decided on this weird format of hybrid where basically um, the mornings, everybody is still on Zoom. Oh, and, uh-huh. Yeah. And that's your when all the core instruction is still happening. So all of the core math, writing, reading, yeah. All, yeah. Of, all of that is happening on Zoom still in the morning. And then in the afternoons, you get to come back. If you chose to opt in for hybrid, you get to come back for two hours in the afternoon, but only two days a week. So my kids oh. get to go on Mondays and Tuesdays, but it's yeah. only twice a week. And then it's like not core instruction stuff. It's like, I think like one of my, my first grader was like, we watched a, like a, a video on some social studies thing or like oh, we watched yeah. a video about the president. Like yeah. it's not, it's like extra stuff, you know? So I feel I mean, it's better than nothing. They're so happy to be back on campus. And I know they're so excited to see their friends, even though they can't, they still have to like stay six feet away and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the right decision for our family. It's still a bummer that the most that they could get was literally just four hours a week. Yeah. On campus. And, and we you don't of, know, or they haven't decided for next year, right? They don't. No idea. You know. No idea. And even if they were to announce something, it's like honestly, I don't. I don't feel like I can trust it until. Yeah, the that's fall, true. Fall comes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we 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 kind of made a similar decision, like what you did with your soon-to-be kindergartner. Um, at the beginning of this current school year, like last fall, we just. I have a fourth grader and a first grader in the yeah. elementary school system. And we were like, we cannot do this distance learning at home. Yeah. Like it's not good for them. It's not good for yeah. us. So we paid to put them in this private pod, which is essentially we're paying for private school, like the to it, like tuition or whatever, like the fee to send them to the thing is ridiculous. And it's just like, but it's kind of like what you were saying. I just, we considered this year a wash. We're just like, this is what needs to happen. Like nobody could have predicted it or wanted it, but yeah, it is what it is. It is what it, it is. is. I think it was the best decision for our family. Yeah. But yeah, and we're fortunate to like have these options. Yeah, and be able sure. to like decide. So yeah, thankful, thankful. Yeah, thankful, sure. thankful. Thankful, yeah. thankful. Thankful, thankful. <sighs> yeah, but now we gotta look forward to like spring and summer. I yeah, and, I don't know. It's just we feel. I feel a little more hopeful than yes. where we were this time last year (laughs) I mean I think the fact alone that the days are starting to get a little longer like more sunlight warmer yeah 
yeah. those little things like make such a big difference on my I mood know. and outlook I know same yeah same so. even though like in the winter you think it's like perfect cozy weather to like cuddle up with a book and yeah. like read there's something yeah. also about like just the sun and yeah. warmth that also yes. makes me like very happy to read and just like yeah. lounge yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes. I'm the same as you. Same Speaking of reading and lounging, yeah, should we talk about okay. the, the reason why we're all here today? Yeah. <laughs> we have waited for this book for like two plus years, right? The novella came out like two ish yeah. years ago, maybe two or yes. three years ago, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh um, boy. Okay, so um, how should we start? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious, like if if you read, if you are listening and you read A Court of Silver Flames, I'm really dying to know more so than any other book club pick we've had <laughs> in the previous months. I want to know what you thought, like because yeah. if you didn't read and you're not aware, this book was very um. <laughs> very grown up it was very it's an ma it's an ma like x xx okay but oh, i have a question is this book also categorized as ya fiction like the rest of the know. series honestly i don't know if any of her oh books, like later books are ya anymore i feel like she might have started there with like yeah. the first throne of glass and stuff. That right. was pretty, that was very, yeah. like, like nothing yeah. really happened in there, you know? Yeah. But I feel like as she kind of progressed over yeah. time, like I yeah. wouldn't, I don't think her books kind of qualify as. as That's true. Anymore. Even, even A Court of Thorns and Roses, like the love scenes in, in, yeah. in like that book yeah. too are not, are not something I'd want my young adult no, reader to for be sure, For sure. Like, um, I think they show up, like, if you're on Goodreads, they show up under the new adult section, which is, yeah. like, you know, more right. mature and stuff, so. Yeah. But, yeah. okay, there's, there's <laughs> more mature YA, and then there's this. Like, yeah. I, was I wouldn't say it's not, YA at all. Yeah, not prepared at all. I don't know. Maybe that <laughs> makes us, like... Like crude Pretty and old, old ladies. No, but honestly, it was a little. Oh, I mean, okay. Honestly, I read all the other books in this series. There's she doesn't shy away from writing about sex scenes and stuff. Yeah. And it, yeah. at most, it's kind of like you, you know, it makes me blush a little bit. I just don't really read carefully, and I flip through a couple pages, you know, ahead to kind of skip through the scene, like at most. But this one, it was like I was kind of like whoa 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 and it was chapter after chapter it was yeah just, it i mean it wasn't just one that whole like, like i feel like the whole first two-thirds yes. was like super heavy on the yes. like super <laughs> heavy i was like okay like when you were because i was reading ahead of you and stuff yeah and yeah. so um i feel like I remember getting to like part four and five and I was like, yeah. you guys just get to part four and five. And then yeah. it's like, yeah. but I don't know. I feel like she could have cut out like half of it. Okay. It was just so <laughs> it felt gratuitous almost like, yeah. okay, I get yeah. it. They were attracted to each other. Like 
you have to write at least one for like the first time. Sure, uh, I, yeah. I get it. But like even the details, and then like she talks about, oh, like, yeah. she gives you like um an insight into like Nesta's mind, like what Nesta's thinking, and like the things that Nesta's like fantasizing about. And I was like, I I can't relate to this. Like this yeah, is yeah, a little bit too. Like I never read Fifty Sh- Shades of Grey, like any of the books in that series. But I would imagine that that's a little. Mm. Maybe it's even more. I I have no idea. But yeah, I haven't read it, it was, either. It was a lot. It was um. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm curious if you read uh yeah what you thought. Like we said if we kind of gave it what like a 9 out of if we gave it a 9 out of 10, you said we would have knocked down like two stars for the yeah. gratuitousness of yeah. it all. I mean because it was just in like I mean some of the phrasing too was very animalistic like like yeah. sentient arousal. I was like, what does that mean? And she kept saying that. I know she said it maybe like a dozen times. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know if it's it was yeah, a like much it was a much much much. Is it just us or is it that the content <laughs> is getting no? More but graphic? I feel like I don't this know. is like this is like her first time where it's like this. Yeah. Because right. like yeah, like you said, the other courts are. For sure, more mature. Um, but this was like I was telling you guys. I feel like she just fell over the side of the cliff. She yeah. just was like, she, she just went for it. She just yeah, jumped she, over. She was just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm just gonna do what I want to do. I don't know. But um, other than that, I I okay. Other than okay, let's talk sex, about the story. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's talk about. The, I just had to get that out of the way though. It was yeah, I know. Very. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Um, yeah. The okay, caveat. I know my my two year old is here, so if you hear some toddler voices, we have a special That's co-host okay. today. That's okay, she's adorable. Okay. She's sitting on Jensen's lap right yeah. now. She's being very, very well behaved. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about okay, the story. story itself. Did you like Nesta before we started reading this book? Like, what what did you think about the character of Nesta? Um, I didn't like her. Hmm. I think we all didn't like her. Yeah. I don't think I like, didn't like, I don't think I disliked her to like a crazy extent though. Like I knew she was getting a book. So I was like, you know, Moss is going to redeem her some way, somehow. So I was kind of holding out for that. Like I wasn't like, no, never. Like I'll never like Nesta. So, but yeah, I mean, you can't, not dislike her she was like right. so terrible yeah yeah i um so i think i disliked nesta more than you did when we started reading the book i and i was hoping okay at by the end of the story and the book is really fat it's like a really thick book by the end of it i do say that sarah j moss did a great job at redeeming nesta like i was rooting yeah. for her by the end, yeah. and I was a fan, but it almost was, it's a huge book, and the majority of it was me just still hating Nesta, and the end of it was so skillfully written that she ended up pulling it off with, like, the author ended up pulling it off with having me, yeah. root, like, yeah. want want to root for her, but mm-hmm. it kind of felt almost like, okay, like, I think kind of like with the sex stuff too like I just feel like she could have laid off and it was so much 
book just devoted to how terrible right. she is. Like right. she's revealing like all these terrible secrets, like up, like to, up to Farah about you know well, the baby's gonna kill you and you both are gonna die. Like it's just like there's like nothing good about her, you know? Like just, yeah, she I, spent I, like the first sixty percent being nasty. You yeah, know? And, and then yeah, I I I feel this way. I remember reading, like, I was halfway through, and it reminded me a lot of book three of Throne of Glass, which is, it's a green one. Air, I, air I can fire. fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, when she first, you know, she's, like, in a bad state, and then Rowan finds her, and then, like, they have to go through training and stuff. I was getting those kind of vibes. Um with were you Nessa and Cassian I was like I was like this reminds me of something when I was reading halfway I mean I could see that but here's the thing for me okay with for Throne of Glass series Aelin it's like she's she's a victim of her circumstances like Aelin went through so much that when she finally was sent away to I forget the name but like that territory where Rowan was and yeah like, yeah, had to, yeah it was kind of like I could totally empath- empathize with why she was just like uh like I you know what I mean like just the why she was the way she was yeah, and that sure. like and enemies to lovers trope really worked really mm-hmm. well because you're mm-hmm. rooting for her to begin with mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but with Nesta and I told you this we had like a girls dinner not too long ago and I was telling you Jen seen this, but I felt like a lot of Nesta's whining and like her struggling was kind of <laughs> unwarranted. Like if I'm just, I was kind of like, stop. Like, I yeah. mean, I get it. But like the whole thing is like, whatever, like she, saw her dad die in front of her eyes Mm -hmm. and like her dad said that he loved her but like she you know she could never forgive him yeah Yeah, she couldn't forget she was so angry with him still and then he died in front of and I I understand that but then I also feel like part of me was kind of like yes but those are I don't know you couldn't do anything about it yeah those are decisions that you made so Like you don't, I don't know. Like you, yeah. it, it'd be one thing if she was mad at her. I mean, I know, I know that the whole thing is she was mad at herself, which is why she was lashing out at everyone because she just felt like she was undeserving of love. Yeah. But I yeah. almost felt yeah. like it should have been more of like almost like a self. Like she shouldn't have been lashing out at other people so much because she hated herself. It should have just been more. I think I would have felt more sympathy if it was more self, like inward directed. Like she just really hated herself. And like, you know, she was still kind to like Elaine and, you know, Cameron and stuff like that. But she was just so terrible to everyone that loved her. And like with her training with Cassian, it was like because she was drinking and like fooling around with every single person in Valeris and they had no other option. Like it was literally an intervention to save her. So the fact that she's complaining about it just felt really selfish versus with Aelin, it was more of, okay, like, yeah, that's a sucky situation to be in. You didn't yeah. ask to be there. You didn't yeah. make decisions that put yourself right. there, you know? So I, I think that's why, and, and the same with Feyre too, who was the protagonist for the original, you know, three books and novella. You're rooting for her because so much of the conflicts that she's facing, it was like out of her control, right? Like she accidentally killed 
um, Tamlin's emissary or whatever. She didn't know he was Bay, right? She she gets pulled into the Supreme Court not on her own volition. She falls in love not by choice, and she goes back to save him from under the mountain. And then with Reese, when he brings her to the Night Court, like it's like all of that is so understandable. It's happening to her, so you can kind of root for her. But then for Nesta, I'm like, you made those decisions. Like you chose to be a jerk while your dad was alive. You chose to yes, just yeah. freeze and stare at him while he was dying. For so sure. I understand if there's a little bit of self-loathing, but it doesn't excuse you being a jerk to literally every person who loves you in yeah. your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I know that's like me being very angry. It's very <laughs> un nine of me. Because, well, I think because you are a nine, like her combativeness just doesn't jive with you at all like that too and I I think for me too we're both just not confrontational people so like we would never go to those extents like regardless of the trauma you know but I think for her she must be like an eight or something you know or some maybe like an eight wing seven or something Something, (laughs) yeah yeah so I feel like for her she wants to just rile it all up and like you know stand the consequences kind of thing Right. And so she's just going to go for it. And I think, uh, yeah, we just are different <laughs> in that different. way. Yeah. But I think for her, it's like, I can kind of empathize a little bit more with her because I do see, like, you know, she was captured and she was forced into the cauldron. And she was, you know, she did kind of fight back there. She took a piece of the cauldron and kind of that's, that's a main, like, plot point in here. So. Yeah, I think, and Moss has said, like, in her interviews, like, this mm-hmm. whole Nesta journey is a really big, like, mental health thing, and, like, she identified a lot with Nesta, like, while she was writing that she she wanted to explain that, like, journey, like, even the little, um, I forget the term, but, you know, the epitaph, what is it at the beginning of a book, and they, like, to the all prologue. the- prologue? Oh, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of like a dedicate, oh, like a dedication. Dedication, like, yeah. To all the Nestas, like keep climbing the mountain or something. Oh, I I like, okay, I see it, you know. But yeah. I do like totally agree. Like, she didn't help Fair in the beginning. Like, that's yeah. why we all hated her. And she just kind of stood by and was like so nasty to everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't yeah. know. I think it's at the end, I was like definitely rooting for her. Like, oh, for sure. Especially in the blood, right? I'm like, why? Oh, I know. Why? I was. So I know. Shocked. I was like, well, oh me too. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I I do love that she found like her people though with Emery and Gwyn. Yes, that was um, the best part of this. Yeah. Yeah. Book, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and I just she, it was very skillfully written. The fact that I could hate a character so much and just be so annoyed by a character, but in the mm-hmm. beginning of a book, but by the end, be crying because of her yes. is a oh testament. Yeah, I yeah. was tearing up so much at by the end. <laughs> oh, dude, and it's like I don't know. In some ways, it follows you know Moss's tried and true formula of like how her books work, like very long setup and then like an avalanche of action at the end and of course like you know Nesta goes to Gwyn's house it's Gwyn is it Gwyn or Emery's house Emery's house it's Emery's house yeah and they have like a a girl powwow and she like decides like okay I'm like Cassian is my mate and I'm gonna love him and then of course they get captured like so 
typical, but still yeah. like at your heart and you're like, oh my gosh. But when she like takes the stand and she like downs Emery to like, cause they were, or Gwyn. She downs because- Gwyn. Well, like Gwyn's like, I'm going to stand with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Together. Yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. okay. And then she yeah. knocks her off. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's pretty. Okay. Okay. I get it too. <laughs> That's, that's pretty cool, yeah, yeah. And but then, okay, so I was the we were we for those who are listening, Jensen and I were reading this with our sometimes third co-host Stephanie, <laughs> who often when she feels like it, I'm kidding. But um, we were reading it with her, and they Jensen and Steph had finished it like mm-hmm. the night ahead of me, or like a day ahead of me, and so I was the last one, and I was reading it, and the part where like Cassian comes in at the end because he's been enthralled by was it Bri Allen? Bri Allen? I, I don't know. Yeah. The, yeah, queen. Bri Allen, yeah. the queen. Um, and then like you know sh- the queen's like now kill you know, and then he like we think he like kills himself instead of killing choosing to yeah. kill Nesta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like I, no. And the chapter ends there, and I was I, yes. and I was yes. like why is she doing this to us? I know, why? I know. I it's it. always like at the chapter end. And you have to like pause and breathe, yeah. yeah. Like hyper hyperventilate, breathe, and then like breathe. keep breathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, but then, like you flip the page, and it's like he's not dead, and you're like, oh, thank yeah. you so much. Um, so but typical. yeah, yeah. Typical and then this like so good at the same time. So good. Like I'll come back for that formula day after day. Like I don't care if it's predictable. Like it just it's no. I love we it. We love a happy ending, and like we love a happy ending too she's never going to do like an unhappy ending for a couple yeah. like yeah she doesn't she doesn't like them when she reads them so she's not gonna yeah. write them so we kind of like know that, that going yeah. in yeah yeah i'm a fan of that i, I hate it, it when couples don't <laughs> i know don't end I up know. together um and then the last scene with farah giving birth and like she's like bleeding out and dying and like little baby Nyx is like so so tiny and like about to die and then Reese is like just like my whole family's gonna die like I'm just gonna die with them and then Nesta freezes time she straight up freezes time and then walks over and like just that whole scene of her draping herself over her sister and like just telling her I love you and like kind of like she's just like praying like begging like please like help me help her help me fix this and I'll pay any price I yeah. was, I, I mean, it was like, oh, like, I was just like, oh my oh, goodness. That last yeah. part was like really good. Like, it was really good. Really good. I don't know. Yeah. This, this book itself, I know it's like set up a whole new, um, like, enemy and like, you know, thing they have to work through. And it's not resolved yeah. at all. Like, that whole with the queens and the, yeah. who's the, who's the, Koshi, Koshi, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's a whole new like conflict set up. Yeah. For sure. We know there's going to be more books, but I yeah. feel like this one in itself felt like its own, not yeah. trilogy, but like series in a way. No, it for sure. So long, and it had such an epic emotional ending. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. So good. Like, at yeah. The end, I yeah. definitely like had a little book hangover for a little bit. Oh yeah. yeah. You've been taken on this like very intense journey. Yeah. But okay. um, here's go. the real question though. Yeah. 
Are you team Gwyn Real or L Real? I'm team L Real. Hashtag L Real. So if you don't know, that's Elaine and Azriel mm-hmm. or Gwyn, Gwyn. and Azriel. Mm-hmm. And, and if you, depending on the version you got, I think some versions from certain booksellers had a bonus chapter. There were two different ones. There's a Fair Rizand bonus chapter and an uh-huh. Azrael point of view yeah. bonus chapter. And that yeah. one is like, that one is the one that's spurring this debate right now, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's, if you've read the book, but haven't looked at, like, just Google it, like Court of Silver Flames bonus chapter Azrael or whatever. Just like, If you Google yeah. it, it'll come up. It's on the internet, but um, we read that bonus chapter and it's like obvious that Azrael and Elaine have a special bond at the, at the mm-hmm. very least. They have a connection, right? They're attracted to each other to say the least. They're attracted to each other, but like Elaine is mated with Lucian and we know that Lucian still like, he hasn't given up on Elaine. Like he's, he's still there at like the solstice and, you know, he tries to bring gifts for her and like he's he's tried even in not in this book, but in the um, Court of Wings and Ruin, I think. Yeah. In one of the last books, he he like tries to like approach her and like engage with her. Like he he definitely feels that pull as her mate. Um, she just is like, no, like I don't want anything to do with you. Uh, yeah, and everyone else, you know, obviously everyone thinks or holds that mate mating bond very highly. So yeah. I think that's why they keep him kind of in the in the family, so to say, you know. Right, right. It'll be interesting to see how she decides to flesh out that storyline, like whether or not she chooses to uphold the whole like mating bond is sacred thing. And so Lucian and Elaine will somehow like end up finding their way to each other. Or if she's going to, because she's mentioned like in one of the first books where like mate, the mating bond is first described, mm-hmm. like they, she like puts in there that like sometimes people are mated or like creatures yes, are mated, but they're not, yeah, yeah, they're actually, not doing like, it for each um, other. Reese's parents, it's kind right. of like an example. Like they were mated, like he says they were mated, but they were wrong for each other. Right. And so, so mate, I wonder, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's either going to go that way and then it's yeah. like Elaine and Abby will be in love, but she's yeah. mated Right, or, right. Or everyone will get a happy ending. Like Lucian and Elaine yeah, will end up together. Yeah. And then I just kind of picked up on Gwynreal vibes in that anytime that the priestesses were like training with Cassian and Nesta, it would, like Moss would always throw in there like Gwyn looked nervously over at Asriel or like yeah, Gwyn seemed I didn't to be unhappy. That at all. Yeah. So, when so I, I, was I, was just, talking, I was like, what? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be nothing, but then why does she write that bonus chapter? You know, I like, think, right? no. So that I feel like she's just sprinkling, sprinkling yeah. in all the spice. Like honestly, though, no, knowing Moss, like nothing's by accident. I know. nothing is by accident. I so I can't See, wait to read like the other a double love triangle. It's kind of like you know, Lucian, Azriel, Elaine, and then like Azriel, Elaine. Win. yeah i don't know yeah it's gonna be yeah. interesting like it will woo. be super interesting i know i know but overall uh, it was a good read i'm it was so happy read. with it. it it was so so um tried and true like good moss yeah book yeah like yes you mentioned um well you blogged about 
what you read recently on your on your personal blog but we finished the curse breaker series you guys finally read it because the third book came out and it was good and I remember loving the first two books I talked about them um you know on this podcast last year but that third book was such a letdown and then you know reading Moss again I'm like man she's that's why she's a queen she's the queen no seriously yeah like the curse breaker series was fun and it was like I don't regret spending the time to read it, yeah, but it's course. it's not on the same level. Like n- no one really is. Like she's on her own. I, yeah, she's on yeah. her own. And I think I'd say the closest is um, Leigh Bardugo, who we're yes. going to talk about <gasps> in a little bit. Yeah. Well, no, let's. That's, that's a perfect let's transition. So yeah. speaking about Leigh Bardugo, our what month are we in? <laughs> March next month. <laughs> PPG Book Club pick is gonna be the Shadow and Bone trilogy because um in April Netflix it's Netflix right is coming out with like a a screen adaptation of the whole like Grisha verse so there's a Shadow and Bone trilogy by her and then she also wrote this duology called um, Six of Crows so we'll be reading the duology for the month of April but for month of March our book club pick is another trilogy um and. Jensen and I have both read it. It's it'll yeah, you can it's not as gonna be as long as reading a court of thrones <laughs> and roses. You can totally um, read a book in one day. And these are definitely more in the YA yeah, sphere. They're not they're very I don't like, remember yeah, they're them not explicit at all. Explicit. Yeah. No. Um so yes. It's before yeah. I had read Moss at all, this was hands down like my favorite. favorite series. It was mm-hmm. I recommended it to everybody and yeah, it's a it's a good one. It's a good one. Yay. I'm excited to reread it. I know. I haven't read it since it came out like at least five years, I feel yeah, like it was a while ago. A while, right? Yeah. So I've I've like forgotten I remember the big characters right, and kind of right. like the big ending, but I don't remember the details. It's always fun going back and reading the little details and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Cool beans. Cool beans. Did you read anything else this month? Or last month? Uh, yeah, I did. And I'm not happy with it. I read the Roy- no, American oh, Royals. shoot. Yes. Okay. I, and I had recommended that to you. So what did you think? <laughs> okay. American Royals was so fun by Catherine It McKee. was, right? It was so it was fun. Really cute. The ending was really, like, left you wanting more, right? She left it on a cliffhanger, okay? Yeah. And, and the thing is, she spent the entire book, like, really weaving certain couples together like um yeah. mm-hmm. i don't even remember like nina and jefferson and then yeah. Yeah. um sam and teddy kind, sam, sam and teddy kind yeah. of yeah. Yeah. um and then um beatrice the queen and i think and her guard's name guard. is connor yeah connor right yeah yeah so she she spent the entire book like introducing the love lines between those three couples and like making it so their paths would cross and like making that's what i loved about it too no for sure and then she left it on a cliffhanger like nobody got a happy ending so it was like oh book two book two was terrible it was called majesty do not do not read this series okay i don't care how good the first book was I was gonna write a whole blog post on this, but I'll say on the you podcast should. too. Like the <laughs> the second book, okay. Imagine she sets up the entire first book. Let's just use one of the couples, Jefferson and Nina, right? Which is like the Prince of America. Okay, the, oh, sorry, Royal American Royals is like 
it imagines like what if America had sta- had be- become a monarchy instead of a democracy at, like when when the nation was founded and so the Washingtons like descended from George Washington are like the royal family whatever so there's one prince Prince Jefferson Washington right and Nina is like a commoner like her mom works in the government or whatever but so like they they grew up together like they're friends but like she's a commoner and he's royalty that this is just one example of one of the like character shifts whatever and the, throughout the whole story it's almost like star cross right like he's royalty she's nobody like she's just like a regular girl um and yeah like you like you really really root for them right it ends on a cliffhanger at the book one book two they're like broken up from the beginning of the book she's like the whole book two all three couples are not together and they like what? find new people. They find brand new people, what? but even 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 then it's not like, oh, with all their brand new people, they all got happy endings. No, it's another open ending, oh my goodness, which you terrible. know is like my worst. Yeah, like my, I, that's crazy. Yeah, so it was okay. not- I'm not gonna read it. <laughs> no, don't, it, don't waste your time. It's not worth your time. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you read it for me because yeah. I had it from the library for like forever. Yeah. And I read the yeah. first chapter and I was like, I'm not feeling this. So oh, you no. know me, I so, will finish it. You remember Daphne? Daphne yeah. is like this socialite that's like yeah. you know the yeah, whole yeah, country yeah. wants her to like marry the, the antagonist. A little the bit. antagonist. Like, She's terrible. In the first book, she totally sabotages Nina because she wants yep. to marry the prince. And she's like, yep. she doesn't even really love the prince. She's just like a, a social climber. Yeah. Yep. She, she ends up with Jefferson at the end of the book, too. Gross. And it's not, it's not even like a happy ending. Like, oh, like they both realize like, okay, like, you know, whatever. Like, it wasn't even redeemed. Like, she's still a terrible person and she just yeah. wins in the end. It's, it's Who's not worth it. Like I don't want to No. That was a big okay. tangent, but don't read that. Yeah, I so did, I I did read, read that. Um, did you read her other series, The Thousandth no. Floor? Mm-mm, okay. Mm-mm. Did you, you read that though, right? I read like the first two books, and I thought they were pretty good. And then her last book, she likes to do this. I think she likes to introduce new characters and like the couples kind of switch around. It's like very gossip girly and. When I got to the third book, I was like, nah, I'm good. I just want everyone yeah. to, like, be done. You know, like, yeah. stay, stay with your man, you know? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that either. Like, it reminds me of, like, that – I don't know if you've ever watched Grey's Anatomy, and it's been on forever. I used to love Grey's Anatomy, like, uh, when I was in college. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. And then they have Mick Dreamy, who who was played by yeah. Patrick Dempsey, yeah. whatever. And, like, finally, after, like, eight seasons, finally, Meredith and McDreamy get together. They get married. They have kids. It's like, okay, like, let them just be happy and let the yeah. drama move on yeah. to the younger daughters. Yeah. No, then they killed him off. <sighs> and she was, like, a widow. This is old news, by the way. Like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is not new. But when All that right, happened, I I was like, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> when that happened, I broke up with Grace Anatomy. I was like, I'm not, I cannot do this anymore. Um, so it reminded me of that almost like you cannot string me along for so many pages and make me want like to root for two people and then not give them to me. Like my real life isn't, is open-ended enough. Like I want happy endings. Okay. We only have time for happy endings in our reading and our shows and our movies. Yep. (laughs) I didn't read anything else outside of, yeah, that. Yeah. I only read the third. First breaker book with you yeah. and yeah. Then 
a court of silver flames but i'm yeah. excited to read man i have all these books in the library that i i have to read but yeah i'm, I'm probably just gonna read shadow and bone because it makes me happy <laughs> oh for sure for sure yeah yeah i like the predictability all right well um yeah so next month we're gonna be reading the shadow and bone trilogy by leigh bardugo it's older so hopefully if you want to read along with us, you can maybe find at your library or, um, yeah. And we are hopefully going to have some new stuff for you on the blog and on the Instas. So follow us at Pen and Page Gals or penandpagegals.com. And you can also find Sophia at Sophia K Says or me at Jen Sane. And thank you so much for tuning in. Um, apologies if you hear a toddler every now and then. <laughs> Other, otherwise, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next month. Bye! Bye.